Welcome to Need to Read, where we talk about reading for fun, profit, and understanding, and the development of habitual critical thinking. The show is uh, back is is an extension of uh, uh, the charity for advancement of truth and knowledge, known as by its initials C A T K Cats. And at Cats, we're uh, concerned with pr providing the essentials of education and some and the essentials of life to those that are in need clothing food lodging and education my concern uh, is reading and the development of reading skills and to that end i have brought some of my books to uh, kind of whet your appetite for reading and to encourage all those that are uh, uh, avid readers to read these books that I have found and to contribute to by calling in or, or posting uh, books that you've read that you might recommend, that you would recommend somebody else read. I'll be glad to read just about anything anybody recommends. And then I can let you know how I feel about the book after I read it. We're going we're gonna to do some um, exploration of history. Uh, we have some... Uh, Incredible books here about the Dalton gang. Got some great pictures of some dead guys that got shot up in the Coffeeville. The attempted bank robbery, robbery in Coffeeville, where they actually tried to rob the two banks in town simultaneously. The, um, the townspeople knew who the Daltons were, and when they came into town, they figured they were there to rob the banks, and so they uh, ambushed them, and that was the last time the Daltons uh, did anything. Wow, and that sounds like one of my ex-boyfriends. What's incredible <laughs> is, is, is one of them... One I just of had them, to say that. <laughs> one of them lived to, 20, to 1927, and they have a picture of him right here. Emmett Dalton is showing off his gun to uh, Chuck Martin. Uh, and Chuck Martin, I think, was a lawman. And in 1927, all the things were done, with, you know, the Daltons were no longer sought after. All the, all the, um, the, the outlaws of the, of the Wild West were forgiven, and many of them... I think this was taken in Santa Barbara. This picture we have of him is taken in Santa Barbara, I believe. And that's where he died, somewhere in Santa Barbara, in Southern California. Right. Yeah. I also have a book called The Wild Bunch, and it's all about Chuck, uh, uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid and their episodes in the Wild West and how they ended up, with, um, ended up dead. <laughs> and then, as, who has heard of the uh, Lost Dutchman's Gold Mine? I have never heard of it. The story of Superstition Mountain and the Lost Dutchman Gold Mine. The violent, tragic, true account of gold-hungry men who challenged the treacherous peak sacred to the Apaches. And on the back side, it says, and this, I think, is from the book. It says, where Weaver's Needle casts its long shadow at four in the afternoon, there you will find a vein of rose quartz laced with gold wire, and you will be rich beyond your wildest dreams. In pursuit of this almost legendary load, men and women came and still come to explore the cliffs and canyons of the world's most treacherous mountain. And their remains, bleached bones, beheaded bodies, have been found up and down its craggy surface. This is the story of those who searched for gold on the sacred mountain. It is a tale of adventure filled with violence, greed, and love, and all incredibly true. And it is an absolutely excellent account of the early days of when the, uh, the Spaniards came and found the, supposedly the, 
the gold mines, and then they were amb ambushed by the Indians and killed, all, all of them killed. And the gold mine was left, un, uh, well, left without anybody knowing where it was anymore. And it's still to this day. And there's an incredible story of two kids in, in Hawaii. A couple of kids who were in, in Hawaii had, read, had got a hold of some supposedly a treasure map of, right. the, of the Lost Dutchman's gold mine. These guys are in Hawaii. They sell everything they have, and they fly to Arizona, and they go out into the Superstitions Mountains, and they think they find the mine. Only they find just a bunch of, it's just fool's gold, pyrite. <laughs> right. But the incredible thing is, is one of them gets so inflamed with the gold that he kills the other. Yeah, he kills the other, and he takes, and it's, 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 it's recorded in this book that I, I talk about. And so he takes this big hunk of, of fool's gold down to Tucson, and tries to get it appraised. When he finds out it's fool's gold, he's so, he's, he's all of a sudden realizes what a tragic thing he's done. He's killed his friend. He confesses it all, and he takes the people back, right. back to where he, where, where he killed his friend. And right. this, it, I mean, you talk about being overpowered <laughs> by, the, by, the, by the power of gold. You know, it's just the it's power a, it, it, of gold. It's an incredible book. So, Everybody, it, the power of gold. And it has also a history of these people who helped the Pima Indians. Right. The, the Pima were very p peaceful Indians here in the valley, here right here in the Phoenix Valley. And there was a lot of different people that helped them out. And the Pima Indians didn't like the Apaches because the Apaches used to always raid their villages and steal, steal things from them. People, they'd steal their women, their children, and take them as slaves. Right. So the Pimas actually joined the U.S. military in their hunt for the Apaches and the Comanches and they helped the the, uh, the American military, the, the cavalry, the you know those those guys you see in the blue suits in Western movies and stuff. They helped them after capture Geronimo, mm -hmm. and, and and because they really hated the Apaches, they hated they hated them because the Apaches well, were warlike, and the Pimas were very safe, right. and peaceful people. Anyway, so that's that's what the Superstition Mountain and the Lost Dutchman Gold Mine is about. It's a very exciting book. And of course, I have I have a book about the Columbus and his four voyages. You know, Columbus made more than one; he made four voyages. Yeah. And um, and then I have another book here that is uh, called huh. Heat, and this is called Adventures in the World's Fiery Places, where this this author uh, goes around and he finds all the different places that are like really hot, like. Uh, you like know, Arizona. Arizona's hot. And Death That's Valley. what I'm saying. Arizona's and, and, hot. And, and, um, and uh, uh, volcanoes. Right. And um, also uh, uh, things like uh, uh, those um, hot springs and the, mud, the hot mud baths, right. you know, uh, hot mud. Have you ever been to the Colorado Springs? Have you ever been, ever been to the Colorado Springs? Colorado Springs? Yeah. And what is that? Like okay, so or at least the hot springs. Have you? Uh, yeah, the there's hot there's hot springs out there in uh, out there in Apache Junction. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, All right, well, fact, I need to go I, there. That's Apache, why it, I think I definitely need to go there. That's why Most Apache definitely. Junction was established. That's why why the town of Apache Junction came into being is because there's hot springs, there mineral springs, and people yeah. would go there supposedly. Well, to the Arizona cure Arizona has clay. We're clay. We're made out of clay. Uh, we're not really a lot of dirt um, and rocks because the rocks into it, the clay turns into solid. Um, that's why a lot of crystals and stuff like that are into, um, and we have good uh, water when it is deep. So it is what good water. Well, Arizona, 
it's quite a quite a diverse state. Right. And the only thing we have right now is uh, right. we have some. We had a real bad summer, that's for sure. Well, you know what? It was it was kind of weird because, you know, if we didn't have that haze, man, we would be really hot. Like today, there's oh, less yeah. haze. It, we would be really hot. Yeah, like yesterday would have been. I really guess we really should hot. thank those wildfires for our temperature because we were going to have a really bad temperature. Right. Even t- and we had right. those we had those cool days, which are pretty were pretty unusual. But that and that had nothing to do with the fires, those cool right. days. But then right. they were supposed to heat back right back up, and then it didn't. Because of the, the cloud cover, or the smoke cover. The smoke cover actually blocked. This morning, the sun looked like a red rubber ball. And last night, it looked like a red rubber ball as it was going down. Right. Yeah. And it's quite incredible. But, you know, they, did you hear Trump on the radio today? No. You know, they, well, he was uh, at his rally. They quoted him today about his rally. And he's, he's running off of the mouth about how the forest fires in California are because of bad forest management. And he's absolutely correct. You think it's all about uh, forest, bad, bad forest management? Bad, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. Or do you think it's something else? It's do you think that this is something that was meant to happen because it was foreseen by authors and and uh, what are they called? What are they called again? What is that called? You gotta tell me what that's called. It's a um, what Sears. No predictions. Well, they do. They're uh, they're they make predictions. Yeah, I forget what they called. Profits. Oh my God. Profits. They're called, or they're called. Uh, uh, I forget what they're called. The psychics. psychics. <laughs> that's one. That's one people is, is supposedly can predict the future. It's pretty. It's pretty easy to predict the future. A uh, 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 future of 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 wildfires in California because they happen every year. They happen every year that I can remember. Right. And so. They're a little bit more this year than before, but that's because there's a big there's a big drought going, and because the forest management, California, they do not allow logging. They don't even allow you to clear things. Right. They, if you look at those pictures of these people living in those living in those hills of California, yeah, those hills are covered with vegetation, right? Covered right. with them, and there's no All fire right. breaks. Well, I am going to have to interrupt him a little bit because I got to go get my. Um, my other partner in crime, uh, we're going to be coming and talking about inspirational quotes and I'm going over some of our um, announcements and stuff like that. So we're going to be right back. I will be right back. He will uh, definitely be here. So to be continued. So you don't want to do these? these uh, no, do them. Go you ahead. want me to do them right now? Yeah. I got to go get Need to Read is sponsored and made possible by... Dr. Alex, and Dr. Alex is with the Arizona Personal Injury Centers, and he treats patients that have been in auto accidents or other injuries, work-related injuries a lot, and he has, he has a service that you will have no out-of-pocket expenses, and he offers same-day appointments and transportation with 12 locations in Phoenix, Tempe, Peoria, Mason, and Surprise. You can get some personalized chiropractic care based on your injuries and no out-of-pocket expenses. Phone number is 602-577-4744. That's 602-577-4744. That's Arizona Personal Injury Centers. Also, made, made promoting, uh, sponsoring the show is MM Entertainment. And we have, that is part of this, this show is part of the MM Entertainment Network. And we have our network on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapshot. 
every and Spotify. Spotify as well. Okay. Yeah, Spotify. Spotify. Uh, definitely tune into Spotify because we definitely enjoy the Spotify. Also, uh, Dr. Alex has a, a service uh, that is called Accident Report Delivery Services. And it's to help you get those accident reports and other other official documents from the government and the police and whatnot when you have an yeah, accident. Yeah, well, I actually, um, I think it's something where you, like, have to, like, call in. And um, if you need that information, we supply that. They supply that. That's it, basically what they, what they were saying to us. All right. Also, also sponsoring this show is uh, the BDP group which is uh, handles funding for various things uh, advertising open a business it, it can help you get uh, government help you process government grants or government uh, a, uh, SBA loans right yeah, yeah um, uh, basically a BDP group is um, an organization that handles uh, development financing and marketing and we find you the basically you find we find you money we get you money through all different kind of banks and um, and everything. So and that uh, number is what seven two zero seven two zero three nine two six three four five. Yes. All right. That's seven two zero three nine two six three four five. And, and you also can find us um, and get your application. It's on BDP Group groups llc.net um you can actually get your application there and we could download it and we could start the process immediately um and get you approved within you know we could get you done within two to three weeks do you have a graphic up of that up on the on the screen when they're looking at this yes okay yeah. they so could, they could put the application online they could go online and put the application at any time we Absolutely. also we also are sponsored by phoenix collision auto body and repair they're on the corner of 19th Avenue in Peoria, and you will get a free estimate and a five-day free rental, depending on terms and conditions that may apply. I ask for Eric when you go up there. They don't have a phone number listed because they don't like to get a lot of phone calls. So uh, look them up on the, look them up, uh, Google them up. That's Phoenix Collision Auto Body and Repair, and talk to Eric and tell him that you were listening to this show and mention and then he'll give you the special that is offered and tyler's coffee and i've i've tasted tyler's coffee i was very skeptical at first about you know it's supposed to be acid free and blah 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 you know i think it's yeah, actually right. really good it's actually really organic good organic even yeah you it's know organic what? even and, yeah. and you know whenever well, i hear organic i think liberal craziness but Organic is good as well, and Tyler's coffee is excellent. So we just want to introduce Alyssa in here because since Alyssa. we're just sitting in here Alyssa and we need to do an introduction, <laughs> um, hey, why don't you come right in? All right, cool. All right, hi everybody. Hi. We just want to say we're here. We uh, um, have all of our. Um, she made it to the, today. Sorry yes. for the interruption of all of our stuff, and um, what a what a what a beginning. What a beginning. <laughs> It was a rough I, yeah, it was a rough morning. But you know what? I don't, you know, I think I'm going to handle that. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. We'll get through it. <laughs> Yo. Oh. Yeah, he's, a, he's back with us. He's back Alyssa. with you guys. He's back with us. Alyssa, Alyssa and Sarah <laughs> have inspirational quotes. Yes. Right. Not only that, they're asking you to contribute your inspirational quotes and get a, uh, a cup, a coffee cup with that on it. Yep. And also, the, those inspirational quotes may be used in other things. They're contributing 
everybody help them out, come up with these different inspirational quotes. Mm -hmm. And uh, they have these great little coffee cups that they're putting them on. And you can put them yeah. on all kinds. You can put them on anything. And these are personal quotes, something that, you know, that you that you kind of live by. Like a long time ago, I was talking to a marriage counselor. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. I had to go to marriage counseling. Right. And so this guy says, now, I want you to tell me something that kind of like inspires you or some, some little saying. So he goes, mine is live long and prosper. And they go, well, he's a Star Trek fan, that's for sure. And, and so I, I, the first thing, the first thing I was thinking was, well, darn, what did what did Kirk say after that? No, what did what did uh, Spock say after that? But uh, oh my God, you and uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but okay. Joking, but, but joking, but joking aside, okay. you know. Yes. Check out inspirational. Inspirational. Uh, well, actually, right. you can find it. It's iqs.com. There you go. Iqs. Iqs.com. Which is awesome. I'm happy about that. Um, and I, I, and you also can start finding all of our products and everything. Um, where can you find us, Alyssa? Um, well, you can find us on IQs.com um, and then Facebook so far. Yeah. IQs. Well, we kind of definitely IQs. And, uh, you know, I think we're into launching this uh, where you can just send in your inspirational quote. You can send it as a gift. Um, we definitely have um, the merchandise that you want to look at and, and yes. candles and, so and, and mugs. you going to make a coffee cup with my inspiration? I might just make you a coffee cup and a candle because I want the candle with the inspirational I really quote. Candle, yes. I really want the, the, candle. the candle. I think, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think that's a great gift. And the holidays are coming. Um, just to go in. I say go into our website. Well, that's my yeah. ruling. Is that your ruling? That's is that a, your inspirational that, that's quote? quote? That's, that's your inspirational that's quote. I love it. What's your inspiration? Oh, my God. What's that? That's my ruling. Um, because after reaching my age and having read, read as much as I've read, um, I'm not going to say that I've, I'm as accomplished as college professors, but I challenge any of them to come in here with your college degrees and sit down with me and let's talk about, let's talk about books and let's talk about issues. Right. Because uh, I've spent my life educating myself. Because from the time that, uh, let me see, from seventh grade on, I didn't pay attention in school. I just read. And when the teachers would give me a hard time, I, I would pretend to put my book away and listen. And then <laughs> as, soon as, were, as soon as they weren't looking anymore, I'd pull my book back out mm -hmm. and start reading again. That's good. So finally, I, well, that they makes gave it, up. That you're, you know what? It makes you smarter. It makes you smarter. No, I really no, truly no, not believe at all. in me. Not at all. And, but think, it does make it me does. more informed about does. some things. Most more people are much more accomplished because they they use they do something practical. I ignored all the stuff that would have helped me go to college and just read books. Yeah. And it would it, it would have been better if I had not just done that. You know, if I, but you know, hey, you got to take what you can get. And so since I've I've been an avid reader, I've come up with these incredible finds that I think people will be, in, will be really enjoy. If they'll, if they'll read the book or the story that I tell them to read, uh, then I think their life will be uh, enhanced. As a matter of fact, I have a challenge to anyone. Send me your name and your birth date and any one sentence thing about you, and I will recommend a story for you that will cure whatever it is that ails you. Or at I least like inspire it. you. Inspire I think so too. You. I, think I think so idea. too. I think I so too. I have some great stories. I've read so many different stories that I can just about give something have a to whole anybody. Library. <laughs> I yeah. Love it. And one yeah. of the stories that I uh, that I was reading just recently, as of last week or so, when I was kind of preparing for this for the, this show, and I and I got this book here. It's called Studies in the Short Story, and it's got like a hundred short stories in it. 
Right. And I have, oh, I've only read a few, I actually only read about half of them. So I was looking at the back of the book, and it just so happens that I came up with these two authors. They're both black, and they both wrote these stories in the early 70s. Now, the early right. 70s were quite a, quite a different time in, this, in the United States and the world. Right. And um, these, these two stories, one of them is by James uh, Allen McPherson. Right. James Allen McPherson. Right. And the story is called Gold, Gold Coast. Right. So I do want to mention, um, you know, uh, I just want to say something, somebody that's actually tuning in. Um, thank you, Arthur. We appreciate you tuning in. I oh, definitely uh, want to say shout out to you. And um, yes, uh, we're here online on, on, with inspirational quotes on Need to Read uh, broadcast, but you can find us on MM Entertainment Network. I think that's where we're going to be downloaded. So uh, thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah, you appreciate it? I, I appreciate think, it. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 Whoever is listening, yeah. I certainly want to. We appreciate to it all, you know. Um, so I wanted to put my inspirational quote. Would um, you put yours? What's yours, Alyssa? Um, well, it took me forever to get back because of traffic. Yes. <laughs> so I think the biggest thing is, like, in those types of situations, no matter what you're going through, no matter where you have to be, just stay patient. Um, right. Because then it'll probably just lead to, like, something worse. So we, True. Just, we just all kind of were, like, even I just we were frustrated, that. we were just, like, all right, just be patient because something worse could probably happen. Right. <laughs> well, I just wanted to put a shout-out to everyone. And um, But anyway, uh, my inspirational quote is actually um, – what was the when I was actually it was like know when to be selfish know when to be selfish and know when not to be selfish and stay goal oriented and focus on you it doesn't matter about what you're doing I'm just saying focus on you and that's my inspirational quote and that's why I'm glad that we're here today and doing this yes I like it yeah me too what do you think Inspirational quotes. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Indeed. <laughs> well, Thank you guys uh, so I much. Think, I think the uh, inspirational quotes, um, the, uh, the, you, if you read the Bible, you can find a lot of inspirational quotes in there as well, proverbs and stuff. Um, I have a, another story I'd like to rec- recommend. Uh, it's, it's called uh, The uh, Witness by Ann Petrie. Ann Petrie, that's P-E-T-R-Y. Anne Petrie, she's a black, a black uh, woman who uh, uh, has won some incredible, um, incredible awards for her writing, and who is also extremely, extremely private. In fact, to the point where she destroyed many of her journals, personal journals and letters to people because she didn't want them to be, become part of the public record. Right. It was pretty incredible. But you know, I, I'm just, I'm just as, I'm write, as I'm looking through these, these, this book, I remember I read this other story. Now this is, I don't know if this gen- what the race of this gentleman is, but um, I, I think it's white. But this is a horrible, horrible, sad story. David Madden wrote No Trace. No Trace. By David Madden. M-A-D-D- by David Madden. M-A-D-D-E-N. It, it was written, uh, it was quite a while ago. It actually it does not say here when it was written. Okay, so do you think that some of these... Do you uh, want to know what's going on in this story, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the guy, the, the, his kid, his kid, he's, he's going to the dorm where his kid was, was in school, right? And the same dorm that he stayed in 20 years earlier. But what's happened this time is his kid was supposed to give the valedictorian speech at the uh -huh. commencement. And what he did was pulled out a hand grenade when he was on the podium and pulled the pin and let it explode. And so his dad's there trying to figure out what in the hell, why did he do that? So he's in there looking at, looking in his old dorm room and he goes through some incredible discoveries. I mean, it's, it was, it was really well, quite a is shocking it like, story. Is it like it's a flashback and he really was no. going back 20 years or no, is no, it no, actually no. his it's, kid? It, like, there's, there's a couple of, there's a couple of places where he, where they go back and, and they relate what he did some 20 years ago, but All mostly right. it's in the present. It's in the present because he's trying to figure out why did his son do that? Why, and, and it was at Harvard, by the way, at Harvard that it happened. That's why. <laughs> yeah, he went to Harvard. Well, there's so much pressure going to not, school. There's no, there's so no, much pressure. There's no, there's no date yeah. on the story that saying. I see in the book. But just <laughs> from the fact that we're, the, the way it's written, I know it took place in the early right. 70s. So right. it, it's a really it's an incredible, incredible how, what you can find in short stories. That's why I encourage everyone to read short stories, <laughs> especially if you're busy <laughs> and you can't you know, take the time to read a long book. Then you read a short story because it has impact. You can sit down and read it with one sitting. You don't have to keep track of a whole lot of characters. I was and telling you that the other day. I was like, I really like reading short stories. I like short stories too. I really, really do. That's why I came up with the concept of uh, inspirational quote, and it's very simple. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. It's very simple, just straight to the point. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's what I like about it. Yeah. That's what short stories are. It's really. So is it time for the uh, daily report? Oh, you have a Disc daily report? Discuss the news. That. Well, we have, we have, you know, the wildfires. We already All did right. that for yes. wildfires. Yeah. And whose fault is it? The Democrats for, for bad forest management. Really? You think so? Absolutely. You don't think, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the crazy, the crazy, crazy liberals in California have not allowed foresting and clearing of the forest for 25, 30 years. Oh, so it just got rebel and it That's got right. all, There's, it got shubbish. Loggers not only chop down trees, they clear the rubble off the off the floor of the forest. That's all that stuff that builds up that makes tinder for fire. Logging is extremely important. Did you know that we actually have more forest today than we had at the turn of the 20th century? Right. Well, part of the reason is because for 100 or 200 years, mm -hmm. damn near, they cut down forest. And finally, they stopped cutting them down and started replanting them. So now we have more, for we don't have as much forest as we had when Columbus came over here, mm -hmm. but we have more forest today than when, the, when they stopped, uh, when they just start, when they made loggers uh, right. uh, go by rules instead of just clear cut everything. And right. they, since that time, we've planted more forest than we've chopped down, more trees than we've chopped down. Right. Except for in California, <laughs> where they refuse to do pro proper forest management. And, I have and a, Oregon and I have Washington. A like those, that. those three states. Oregon, Washington, and in, in Washington. Have that I seen pictures of what? Of like San Francisco and everything. Right up there, San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco. San Francisco. Oh, the pictures. Look Let me see. Who, uh, who discovered San Francisco Bay? Portola. 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 P O R T O L A. Portola. Portola. His first name was. Was Gaspar, Gasper, Portola. 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 He just—he was the first European <laughs> to to see the uh, San Francisco Bay. 
I mean, obviously, the people that lived there before the Europeans got there knew all about it, and it didn't need, didn't need to be discovered for them. But um, that's interesting that um, you have that picture of San Francisco up there, and I was just reading about the discovery of uh, San Francisco Bay by Portola in this story in this book about a fruit picker from Mexico who talks about the plight of the, of the migrant workers in the early 70s, yeah. in the late 60s. In fact, every since the Spanish came over, that's his, that's his right. contention. Every since the Spanish so came over, the, the, uh, the people, the Indians of Mexico have been basically enslaved, and, and, there's, and the tradition kind of carries on with the migrant pickers here in the United States. All right, so I do have somebody that keeps uh, sending a message. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, um, you know, How do they send I, messages? Uh, on Facebook. And um, uh, we're just saying, hey, Air, um, I guess his into, I'm assuming this is, I hope I'm reading this right. Um, if air brings life, who lights the torch? If air brings, brings life, life. If air brings life, who lights the torch? Who, I actually, I don't know. I, I don't know. I I'm, hope I'm saying this right. Hope you're listening so you can correct me if I'm wrong. If and light? Yes. I don't see how. And we appreciate it. I do appreciate it that you are sending in. Absolutely. Um, and I do want to say thank you, Evelyn. Uh, thank you, Evelyn. Uh, tuning in. <laughs> she just wanted a message on. Um, <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys. Yes? All right. Does anybody have anything that they said about reading? Uh, they would like a little bit more um, um, inspiration on your, uh, this book. Let's do this book right the here. The Dalton book? The Dalton. The Dalton My game. type of guy. Sorry, guys. This is not my type of guy, but I've oh, been Oh, yeah. Like the, the, the bad boys. Uh, the bad boys. They, they, they certainly had plenty of women that, that, that oh. were running after them. Oh, my God. And Sounds every like criminal Alyssa. in jail. Alyssa, <laughs> 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 Alyssa. That's a, get, you should get, uh, hold the mic. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I'm guilty. You're that. guilty. Very guilty. Yeah. Every criminal in jail Sorry. has women oh. writing to him for some reason. There women I like the bad guys or something. I hope Pretty I'm interesting. saying this right. Well, this is this is as it says, the incredible true story of the notorious Dalton brothers, four renegade lawmen who declared war on the railroads mm -hmm. and the banks of in the and the banks in the West mm -hmm. last great reign of terror. And it's and it says illustrated with with photographs. And they were hunted by the Pinkertons, the U.S. Marshals, Indian Territory Police, and the private detectives of three railroad companies. Their notorious exploits almost kept Oklahoma out of the Union. Oklahoma? Almost kept Oklahoma out of the Union because the, the, um, the uh, Congress was, was you know, worried that it was just too lawless. They were the Dalton Gang, the only outlaws who would dare to rob two banks at the same time. We're all good. You mean attempt to Thank rob. God. <laughs> it did not happen. <laughs> that, was, that was the great fiasco of the West. The, the Dalton brothers trying to rob Coffeeville banks <laughs> with, the, with the, the residents of the, of the town recognizing them as soon as they came into town and figured, yeah, they were here to rob the banks. So they, so they marshaled their forces and they shot them up and four of them got killed. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they got pictures of the four dead guys here in this book, The Dalton Gang by Harold Preece, P-R-E-E-C-E, Preece, P-R-E-E-C-E, The Dalton Gang, illustrated with 
four photographs. That's it. They don't have no. Oh yeah. One, two, three, four photographs. That's it. But still, they're pretty cool. Especially that one of Emmett Dalton in in Santa Barbara in 1927. So. You know, way le- after the West is gone, there's no more West. Right. You know. All right. So. Uh, we just went off live because my phone just went out. and I think it died. I think it went completely and dead. Yeah, it went I'd completely dead because it said low battery. What time is that? It is All right, so what do we 2.45. Do huh? Save it up for next week or what? No. We're gonna, I, want to do, I want you to give me a detail of the book, and I want you to do an introduction of us not coming on the show because you didn't do an introduction. So like, I want an introduction so we can, I need you to do a voiceover, but you don't have to do it right now. We're yeah. still recording right now. Like right now I haven't got up and stopped, just the camera did. Oh. But we're still recording on here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're still recording. This is what we're recording right now. So we're still recording, right? As we I speak. see. Well, I'm glad the camera's gone then. Oh, good. I don't, care, I don't care much for the camera, but I don't. Yeah, I was kind of like, <laughs> well, it just yeah. in an awkward position anyway. Yeah, well, and and because the mic and and everything. Oh God, you you want to know? But um, but we did have fa- a fan that was just going off, and that's why. That's really good. Um, <laughs> well, he he's part of our. I know, right? Are you okay? Part of his inspirational quotes. He was tuning in. To Who in. was it again? So, some guy, author Knox, and he. Okay. Yeah, but so he sent in his I don't know and he responded and I haven't even seen but you always have to respond yes and um kind of I don't know and he was responding to inspirational quote nice that's good but you know we want everyone to respond on everything so yeah well, I mean maybe somebody respond to this what do you think about this for a title for a story? The Patented Gate and the Mean Hamburger. <laughs> yeah, what was that again? The Patented Gate and the Mean Hamburger. What is that about? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what it's about. It's about a man and a woman who had a farm that barely could make a living out of, and they had like three or four kids, mm-hmm. and they could barely make a living out of it, Mm-hmm. But they did manage to make a little extra every year, and they would go into town, and at least once a year, sometimes a lot more often, they'd go to this guy's diner that mm-hmm. made hamburgers, and they would all ge- eat a hamburger. And this guy was just a plain, simple country guy, but he, and he had this woman, his wife, the, the, you know, the mother of the kids and everything, but she was a really strange woman that she would not look up at you and everything. Okay. And she would, like... She would only look. She wouldn't look you in the eyes. She just looked at you in the side stuff, and she always walked with her head down. And she seemed like she was just in the dolls, you know, just like bummed out. Life was hard. They didn't have nothing, and the only thing they lived for was that once in a while they went to go get a hamburger. Yeah. And then one yeah. day they're sitting at the they're sitting at the counter eating their hamburgers, and the owner's running his big mouth off because he liked to he liked to like to brag about all kinds of stuff, and he's telling about he's getting tired. He's saying I'm I'm getting tired of this. I'm gonna I'm thinking about you know I could sell this. Somebody bought this business for me. They'd make themselves a good, good business. Well, this woman, this wife, who has never heard to say anything at all, ever. Right. Except for, give me three hamburgers, right? Right. She looks up at the guy and goes, y'all selling this place? And then, she, then he looked at her like, damn. She said something besides, give me three hamburgers. 
Right. And they just and they just kind of ignored it. Time went by though, and she apparently was come sneaking into town and talking to this guy, and he ended up selling it. They ended up selling it to her. Right. By, they sold their farm. They bought the hamburger place, and then the guy died. Then her husband died, so it was just her and the three kids. Right. And they, and they ran the hamburger place and turned it into like a super business. And right. she even started looking people in the eye. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great story. The Patented Gate and the Mean Hamburger. And the great thing about it is written by a very famous author, the man who wrote all the all the uh, King's Men. Right. All the King's Men. Anybody? No? Nobody knows all the King's Men? No. Nope. Made a movie out of it. <laughs> what What was the African-American? What is he? Who? Okay. What what is he saying? What okay, I'm just kind of curious. You got some you got some some uh, yes. comments going on here. Yes, I do. Did do you see these? Because he's asking yeah. if these were was they African American. Which one? All these books. No, no, no. Them, the two the two stories that I know for sure are African American. But are, did are, you mention that I right did. now? Okay, just, what's I the name did. of those? Uh, the one is called. Uh, um, the Witness by Anne Petrie. And the other one is called Gold Coast by James Ellen McPherson. And if you look up those names on, if you Google those names, you'll see. You'll and see. what? And what? Well, well, where is the name? And which one? Uh, the Witness. And Petri, P-E-T-R-Y. P-T... No, P-E-T-R-Y, Petri. And I, I think Anne is A-N-N. Yeah, but she pops up. She was really interesting, like I was saying. She, she, went to, she, went to, she refused to give interviews to people, and uh, they, they really, you know, the, the public didn't like that that much. And she, but... And then she also actually burned some of her personal j journals and letters so that people would not use them. Because uh, she was always being asked to, to be a spokesman for this or for that. And she really wasn't into that. Even though, you know, she her writing talks uh, about... Author, right? I'm sorry? Author, right? That's right. Her writings talk about uh, just how bad blacks were treated in, in pre-1960 America. There was, a, there was, a you know, that brings up a subject that I really wanted to broach if anybody's listening. Yes. And there was, uh, there was a, a, a on, um, it was on one of the, uh, uh, it was on one of the uh, liberal shows that, one of the, the shows that hate Trump mostly, and they had a black man and his grandson, and the black, the, 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 the grandfather must have been, you know, in his late 60s or 70s somewhere, and the grandson looked like he'd be in his middle uh, well, actually, come to think about it, he was in his early 20s because his first opportunity to vote as a, was in 2012. So that means he was about 18 or so in 2012. And so that's four years later, so he's, about, he's in his early 20s. And um, he made it a point to say that he liked Donald Trump because Donald Trump seemed like he didn't take any shit from anybody. Right. You know, and that, but he liked that. He liked that. 
But when his grandfather talks about the pain that he relived when he saw gangs being, when he saw tear gas being used here recently and everything, then that made the grandson kind of hesitate as to whether he would vote for Trump again because he said, well, that, you know, it's a bad image. And that in itself right there is an absolute, uh, a c absolute lie about what's happened. It, it distorts what happened in 1960 when those, when those peaceful marchers were attacked by the, by the police and dogs and wa fire hoses, and it completely lies about what's happening today. Because what they're saying is they're saying these peaceful protesters were shot with, with tear gas and, 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 and hit in the police and pushed them around, but that's not true. The problem was is that even the people who are not being violent in these present, these present demonstrations and riots, even the people that aren't being violent, do nothing to stop the others that are being violent. In fact, they hang around. Whereas the freedom marchers of the early 60s, they were all nonviolent. There was no violence whatsoever in all those freedom marches. None whatsoever. So equating what's happening today with what happened then is totally false. So uh, where can you find your book? Where can you find that book? What book is that? The book, The Witness. It's a short story. It's not a book. It's a short story. And I don't know how many times it's been published. I've never seen the story before. And I've read a lot of short stories. So, and this book I just happened to get, Studies in the Short Story. It's an incredible book. I'm hoping, I'm hoping uh, Sarah and uh, other helpers will post these pictures of these books that I, that on, on, the, on the Facebook and stuff so you can see what their covers are and you can see their, see their titles and their, and their authors. Because this, this, this book here, it, it Studies in Short Stories, it's got some drawbacks the way it's laid out. Uh, but regardless of that, it has the stories in there, and it's got great. It's got stories from all the great authors of the past. And when this book was published, it was in the '70s. They picked out current authors at that time, and that's why Anne Petrie is included, and James Allen McPherson. They're included as well, and they're they're from a different era than uh, many of the other authors, like James Joyce and Ernest Hemingway and. Uh, Ray Bradbury, although Ray Bradbury kind of is in the same, in the same, uh, in the same uh, uh, era as these other ones. So but where can you find us on Spotify, Alyssa? Um, it'll be called. Could you find well, us on? Um, well, I don't know. Do you, well, because um, there's one for social oddity, right? And then one for inspirational quotes. But you wanted it all under the network. The network. So where do I find us at? Where do you change to MM Entertainment Network? Okay, Spotify. Yeah, on Spotify. Um, where can I see us find our network on Spotify? But what the heck? What'd you say? Where do you, can you find us on Spotify? It'll be um, we well the, only the inspirational quotes is up right now. Oh, okay. So yeah, well then we need to have that on Spotify. I thought you yeah. put MM Entertainment Network. I don't need inspirational quotes. I need that one. Yeah. Okay. And I have another black author. Okay. Go ahead. His name is Ralph Ellison. He's very famous. I believe he's dead because he wrote this book quite a while back. And, but he may be still alive. I, you can look it up and find out. If he is alive, he's, he's darned old. <laughs> That's for sure. Because the book was written in 1947. And um, it, talks, it talks about the experience of a black man going into the, into the city. 
and he considers himself invisible. Now, of course, Invisible Man by Ralph Ellison could possibly get mixed up with The Invisible Man by H.G. Wells. But uh, they're not the same book by any means. H.G. Wells is a science fiction book. Invisible Man is not a science fiction book. It's an incredible story, actually, and a really funny story. Uh, and it talks about, once again, it talks about how it was for the black people in this country up until the, uh, even in past the civil rights, up until the last, the last 20 years, 30 years, has gotten to really distorted about way, the where, 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 where are black people in today's society? Are they, are they getting better off? Are they, are they not getting better off? What is, what's right. going on with all that? And, they, and this grandfather and this grandson that were on that show, where the grandson, he's a young kid, he liked Donald Trump because of the way he fought back. Mm-hmm. And the grandfather was disturbed by these uh, protesters, supposedly protesters, who were tear gassed. And it's not the same at all. But what happened? The freedom fighters, the freedom marchers in the 1960s in the South were all no nonviolent. Absolutely nonviolent. Right. So. All right. We, that was part of, that's part of the current events. What's going on today is not nonviolent protesting against an improper system. What's going on today is violent attacks on, institu- on institutions that are actually there to help black people. Every since, every since Reconstruction, the federal government has given black people special treatment because they deserve to have special treatment from the situation they came from. And that is exactly why there's, there's black colleges, colleges that are for black people. You don't have colleges that are for only for white people anymore. And if they did, it would be illegal. You couldn't, you couldn't even start a college that was called black, uh, white college or anything, but you could still start a black college. Andrew.